conservatism is generally portrayed as the alternative to liberalism. Liberals strive for more freedom and liberty and conservatives are the people who oppose this progressivism and tend to harp on the dangers of too much change, embraced too fast. The picture most people have of the dynamic is a young, progressive liberal working towards a bright future in which the issues of the past are finally resolved, and an elder conservative terrified of change. There is some truth to the picture. Even in the best light, in which liberals are considered demonic and without moral boundaries, conservatives are not much more than moral harpies screaming platitudes, laced with narrations on fire and brimstone. Of course, the moral message of conservatives rarely match their behavior. Atheists can be as reserved in their conduct as a conservative and the inverse is also true. In fact as there is no objective test to establish the identity of either, the thought and behavior of the two groups has more to do with anecdotes than hard facts, it is probably impossible to know who we are talking about in the actual case. We will generalize in this essay and rely more on logic than observation of individual cases. One thing that we can derive from the term itself, is that liberalism is about freedom and from casual observation, that its main objective is to remove boundaries from human behavior. Though there are limits beyond which even liberals are not about to remove. The main one being violence. Acts that require coercion and the overcoming of resistance by means of a superior physical force is considered illegal. It is also considered wrong but wrong for liberals is generally what is illegal. This has set them diametrically opposite conservatives. But conservatives have been hampered historically by their inability to articulate what conservatives are for. The positive view of conservatism sounds suspiciously like something that is opposed to liberalism. If we are for the family and God, that is because we so often find the pleasures of liberals incompatible with the family and God. But we must have realized now that a group claiming they are for freedom, for liberty, for the rights of man, and for all those other freedoms such as freedom of speech and freedom of conscience and so on. Freedom is a strong drug, liberty is a powerful intoxicant. People can get drunk on the idea of the power of the people and the rights of we the people. This is not to say people do not value traditions but let's face it, whose traditions are we talking about? Some people's traditions do not stretch back that far and when they do it is not always to a happy white family sitting around a loaded table packed with Christmas fare with a Christmas tree half buried under presents in the background. The conservative message is often seen as divisive and exclusionary and even elitist. But surely, freedom and liberty is for everybody, but especially for those people who feel oppressed by conventional mores and other people's traditions. This is not to denigrate white, Christian culture, but if we insist in inviting other races and cultures into our places we had better have a stronger message than how nice it is to be us. Defending our traditions is too broad in that it encompasses much that is not really what conservatives is about and too narrow in that it excludes the same things we embrace practiced elsewhere. A strong family is not a white or British tradition. It is much broader than that. For the most part the West has hijacked our own message, hoping people to understand it means what we imagine it to mean, rather than what a literal interpretation would suppose it to mean. But to understand the problem one has to understand the fundamentals. There is a right and a wrong. God does exist and he is sovereign over all. These positions have been proven over and over again in other places and the arguments will not be reiterated here. They ought to be considered axioms. In any case, if there is no right and wrong then we are all liberals, and this entire essay is a waste of time. However, and this is the real point we need to make, 
If there is a right and wrong then freedom and liberty cannot be unqualified goods. Freedom and liberty have no boundaries. Doing what is right is constrictive and generally leaves us with only one course of action. How is it possible to have liberty and be liberated if God exists? Christians are not free to do as we please. Conservatism is not just a defense against the inroads of Satanism. Conservatism is defensive in one sense, we preserve the things of God as designed by God. But Christians have a problem in that we are in this world and part of this world, and we cannot simply be preserved, in vitro. In an extremist understanding the best way to preserve earth as God designed it is to eliminate human beings. But from a Christian perspective this is to destroy his greatest creation. But mankind cannot live on this world because it was not designed for man the animal. Scientists argue about how incredibly perfect this planet is for supporting life. This is true but only if one is speaking about animal life. It is not actually designed for human life. There is little on earth, especially in the form in which it originally existed, that is suitable for human beings. We are not animals and if we attempt to live as animals we lose our humanity. Earth is perfectly designed for mankind as a creature of flesh. But man is not a creature of flesh. We are a spiritual being. To live as spiritual beings we need to transform physical earth spiritually. Conservatism is about protecting the sovereignty of God over this planet. The tradition that needs protecting is theocracy and our allegiance to our creator. The point is that conservatives have adopted the perspective of liberals. We begin from the proposition that earth is physical, but for the people of God it is a spiritual reality. We are spiritual beings made in the image of God. As conservatives we fight to defend the truth of God, the logic of God, the word of God. The earth is just the platform not the target. The planet belongs to God but more importantly, our spirit belongs to God. Our faith is His. Theocratic conservatives look at the battle as a battle of the gods. It is a theocratic war in which Christians oppose liberalism. Its shock troops are atheists, and it has a panoply of religions and philosophies arrayed against us. We stand alone on earth, and we need to stand firm. This is not a fight of flesh against flesh, but a war of spirit against the demonic forces of Satan. It is a spiritual war fought against the principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in the highest places, who would take over our minds. Conservatives protect the truth. We are the Ark of the New Covenant. The truth is in us, but we must preserve and protect it. Believers manifest the truth of the word in our faith-based works. In fact, if conservatives are being conservative they are spiritually transformative. The battle between the theocracy of the flesh and that of the spirit is a war of worlds and of realities and between two races of people. On one side we have the law and the control of property and markets with inflation. We can measure the inroads liberalism makes by the inflation it produces. Inflation is the jet stream of liberalism. On one side we have cooperation and the other there is competition. Liberals produce waste and inflation and the erosion of trust. In the end what we really need to preserve is our sanity. If liberals want freedom conservatives want truth. The truth is spiritual, not physical. The truth is constraining, not liberating. Those who have the truth or who seek the truth are not free. Conservatives believe in the truth and believe they have inherited the truth. But we must not only defend the truth we must convey or transmit the truth to others. 
we must teach all men to follow the things that Jesus commanded us to follow. This is the tradition we are obligated to defend and promote. Theocratic conservatism is the belief there are two realities coextensive with two theologies which translate into two theocracies, commonly understood and the Eastern and Western theocracies. One is based on law and competition and the regulatory apparatus of the state. It produces all the problems we see in this world, but the central manifestation of Eastern theocracy is inflation. Western theocracy or is referred to here as theocratic conservatism is a system based on faith that eliminates all the social issues that accompany the liberal theocratic system. There is no inflation in a Western theocracy. Theocratic conservatives eliminate the need for the state and with this goes taxation. Theocracy is structured as a cooperative. But these cooperatives are faith-based. They assume there is a truth known to all believers. There is an intrinsic right and wrong inherent in all things. God created what we understand the visible world but there is a world not seen but yet known. It is logical and moral. It serves as a template on which we build. Our actions must adhere to this foundation. Theocratic conservatism is poised to oppose liberalism directly and absolutely, there is no route to reconciliation, negotiation or compromise. It is an implacable and unbridgeable separation.